It's the Breaking Out of this podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Actual Factual. Yes, my doll. Yeah, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't know, man. That was a mixture of like um, London and American doll. Yeah, yeah. That was, know yourself. That know yourself out here, like you say in it. That wasn't that wasn't insincere, bro. That was insincerity. It was very, it was very fake, mic. very plastic, and very synthetic. But it's okay. That's because I don't. Because you know what, bro? Fuck everyone, isn't it? I know. I know. We uh, need to get you a bro. shirt. We need to get you a shirt with that on the front. Actually, it's it's long overdue. What well, when uh, when everyone said uh, what was it Detroit versus everybody? It was just fuck everyone. Yeah, versus and we should everybody. do it in the same font. Yeah, fuck yeah. everyone for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's you I at this that. point. That's you. I'm I'm really sorry if you're listening to this really early in the morning and you've decided to switch on to breaking atoms and hear me swear. I do apologize. Um, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, sorry, but not sorry. In it. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, we have um, we have a legend, man. I love this guy. Um, Dylan Green, um, someone I really respect and I just love his energy. And I just, I keep telling him he's a legend. He don't believe me. He's a legend, man. I love this guy. And I think he's, um, he's doing exceptional things in, in the, in the writing space and he's merging his passions with his podcast, Real Notes. And, um, I like him. He's a good brother and I'm, I'm really glad we got to chop it up with him. Yeah. And he also didn't want no smoke on Mario Kart. Yeah, but I don't know what happened there. I don't I know if you actually I said played. my code. I said my code. Okay, okay. And okay. everyone's just running in it. But it's fine. Everyone's just running, bro. Everyone's running what from you? Everyone from... is running from me. Donna Chesman, K Knight, Dylan Green. The only people that really want me want it with me on, on Mario Kart are, are like the Japanese band them. But I can't beat them. Okay, I can't beat them. okay. I can't okay. Beat them. Do you know who's not running away from me? Draper. No, Apollo Brown. No, leave him alone now. <laughs> Leave him alone. This guy's out here I'm, just chilling, selling clothes, making beats. And you're provoking I've, I've, him. You're provoking I've, him. I've, I've engineered this um, invisible, not even non-existent uh, tension between me and Apollo yeah. Brown. That doesn't even exist. He doesn't even know my name. Yeah, he don't care. But he I've just care. I've just engineered it for no reason. Yeah, he don't, I love don't that care, guy, bro. bro. He don't care. Enough. I love that. I love that guy. I love that guy. Um, but no, Dylan, Dylan's a good brother and uh, I'm excited to have him. He's always welcome on this platform. Um, if you aren't familiar with Dilla Green, get familiar, Clinton Sparks. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a nice little reference. You are such a cornball. Yeah, yeah, Clinton Sparks, get familiar. Get familiar. Look. What, what's the other one they say? It's not as corny. They say, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Bruv, like, you know, sometimes, you know, life happens in it. You know, you can't be ready all the time in it. That was Clinton Sparks' drop when he used to do mixtapes. Get familiar. That was his thing. Yeah, it was. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this is Dylan Green, Breaking Atoms Podcast. Check it out. It's another special episode of the Breaking Atoms Podcast. And today we are joined by a legend. He calls me a legend. I call him a legend, so go figure. But we are he joined. He doesn't call me a legend. He's oh, you're a, a, yeah, you're yeah, a legend, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Stop it. We've, all, nah, we, we, not, we, we, we've not, already no, talked no, about no, this. Don't, calm down, no, calm, no, down, don't calm, do down that. calm down. Don't do that. Don't um, do that. So we're talking to someone. <laughs> I got a thing. It's free. This is all freestyle, right? So you got to let me. I'm gonna to have to just go off like hove, innit? We are talking to someone who is at the intersection of rap, wow, culture, wow. music, film. This guy, when he puts his pieces out, he's he's the go-to. You know, he's a legend because his pen game is so ill. We're talking to the one, 
the only host of the Reels Notes podcast, Dylan Green. How you doing, man? Oh, how y'all feeling, man? Thank you for having me, and thank you for that crazy intro. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm there yet, but you know, having my distance to the target there, every man. time and shit. Like, <laughs> you're there, you're there. Don't worry, don't worry. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like I told you, I tell everyone, like I put on on Twitter, like I don't know, last year or something. I'm the West Side Gun of podcasting. I can see shit before it happens. I'm telling you right now, you're a legend. You will be, and you'll solidify your place. Chris is, yeah, legend too. I just get, I got to give it to him now, and it because now you said it in there. I got to give it to him now. This is like old school. This is like old school breaking out where we just we go at each other for no reason, even though I love the guy. But here's the thing, though, bro. Mm. Even if you don't say, I know who I am in it. Wow. <laughs> Talk wow. your shit. I know man. my contributions. That's, that's- I know my that's contribution. Right but the there. thing is, so did, but so does Wack One Hundred, and that's a different oh, story. Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm the liner notes in living form, bro. You know I know what I've done. I've been wanting to tweet this, but I didn't want Wack to come for me. So, the, you know, on Twitter, and I promise you, we'll get to this interview, Dylan. But you know, oh, on Twitter, yeah. where people go, um, you know, me, the whole world, and then me, that kind of that kind of format where you know they're trying to show that someone's talking about themselves. It's like me, the world is ending, World War Three. All these things, whack one hundred. Yo, Ice T is from New Jersey. You know that, right? Ice T is from New Jersey. You know that, right? That's all he's talking about. Even right now, all... <laughs> Ice T from New Jersey. All right. Anyway, anyway. let's uh, let's calm down the festivities for a second. What a welcome. Yeah, um, for real, Dylan, man. Welcome, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. Like you already know what it is. Like I appreciated y'all having me on for the blueprint special that y'all did, and I'm a huge fan of what you do over here. And just like you know, like there's. Just like, thank y'all, man. Just thank you. Thank you for the platform. And, you know, like, and like real quick before we get started again, like, Chris, you have fucking music with Odyssey, bro. Like, don't talk to me about not being a legend. Like, you're, 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 you're <laughs> you want to, you want to know the story? I, um, that's a crazy story. I'll share it real quick. Is that one day I was at work. I worked in the city at the time and I got a call from Summit. Summit was like, look, I've got an interview scheduled with Odyssey. You know his music. I know you know his music. Why don't you do the interview? So I said, sure. So Odyssey came to the office, him, Summit, my, fio- my, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. Odyssey comes to the office. We do the interview at the office and we went to Nando's afterwards. That had chicken, got primitive. In his words, we got primitive. And it's crazy because when I was telling him about the music, he's like, oh, I know you. I've heard your music. Yeah, you know you can rap, right? So that was one of the earliest forms of validation I got from, from someone who I considered like goat level. So um, he was like, yeah, let's do the song. And bro, he knocked out the song quick. It was one of the easiest transactions, you know, from, from an art and a finance perspective that I've ever done. So, and you know what I'm happy as well is because I wrote See, that verse in like 20 minutes and I don't you feel had, like you, I got washed. You, 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 you held your own. And like, and like, and like Sumit, like you told me stories about falling asleep in the studio with fucking Common talking to me like you're not a legend and shit. Like, stop. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know I'm a certified legend out here. People need to know. Right, now I'm, right, I'm coming out right. this year. I'm coming out with that Let's legend go. talk. I'm doing the Elliot Wilson. I'm just a goat, right? But, but no, that generally speaking, like, honestly, if we if people will listen to this who don't know me and go, what an idiot, what a conceited mofo. It's not that. I'm super humble. I just feel a bit energetic today. I haven't felt energetic for ages. Hey. Um, so it's just one of those things. That's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I took a big but yeah, like, shot. thank y'all. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, thank y'all for having me, man. Like for real. Like this is gonna be so much fun. I've been I've been looking forward to this. So let's do it. I'm, okay, I'm ready okay. whenever you are. So but. let's let's start with cross promotion because we're all about you know spreading the love here, right? So Reels Notes, right? Real notes, the podcast. Um and I talked about it, you know, in the intro, you're you know, the inter you're at the intersection, right? You're right there in the middle, directing traffic and in a in a really good way, in a really credible way. It's very important. But it also feels like you're 
not to use the wanky term, but you're supercharging your passion, right? You're using something to kind of, you're giving yourself another creative outlet. So talk to us about the the inspiration behind it, why you chose to do it and why, or why did you want to kind of do film and music in that respect um, for yourself? Man, I watch a shitload of movies, bro. Or at least I used to. I don't, I, I don't, I don't watch as like, I mean, like I, I try to watch as many as I can, but like, um, hmm, I'm trying to think about how I want to tell this story. So um, I started out as a film critic and like, I've always loved music. Music's been in my life. Like my father used to sing and like, and like music's always been there because of that. But like, I kind of took to writing about film easier when I first started. And then when I transitioned over into like writing full time, I, um, um, my OG, and I think our friend, our mutual friend, Jerry Barrow, shout out to Jerry always and forever. He kind of, he kind of helped me find my footing when it came to like applying my writing to music and just like helped me figure out that I could do it. Cause I didn't really think I could do it. And then over the course of like me kind of building up my career, I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, um, I love these two things. And I feel like people kind of look to me. Well, 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 not even look to me, but just like, I want to be able to t- talk about both these things in the same way. And like, I spent years being like, how can I do this? Like, is there like a column I could start or some other shit? And, and then maybe about, a, um, when did I start this? Like over the summer of 2020, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I can make a podcast. Like, cause like people have been like, oh, you should make a podcast. You'd be do, you, you do great at a podcast. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I want to have a really good idea if I'm going to do that shit. Right. So I was like, wait a minute. I could take and like, it's like, wait, everybody loves rap music and rappers love movies. I love movies. We could do this. So I was like, wow, that's what I want the idea to be. And I just like, I spent maybe about six months kind of putting this idea together and figuring out how I wanted to do it, like how I wanted the format to be, who I wanted to get started on. Like I had to figure out like how to do podcasting. Cause like, I didn't know anything about like the host servers and RSS feeds. Like I'm like the most basic podcast person you could possibly imagine, bro. Like I just like, I had to do a bunch of research and just figure it all out. Um, uh, my partner Desiree got me this mic that I'm using right now. And uh, I just like gathered up a couple of friends who I had talked to and been like, Hey, I wanted to do this thing. And they were like, yeah, sure. And we, uh, we made it happen somehow. And then on my birthday, it's 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 almost been a year. It's gonna be a year next Friday on my birthday. Um, it's 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 been going for about a year, and um, you know, like rap and film are two things. Like I like I feel like it's kind of corny, but like those two things saved my life. Like they're the reason that I like talk and like have words to say. You know, like I didn't say my first words till I was four years old, and like when, when, whenever I started talking, it was about rap and movies, or, 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 or like not about rap and movies, but about music and movies. You know, like as as I got older and started listening to more rap, like then it became rap and movies. But like, you know, these two things saved my life. And I think I could say they saved a lot of other people's lives. And like that intersection, they just complement each other and they go together. Like music complements film and visuals complement music, like whether that's music videos or whatever. So like that intersection was so ripe and nobody had really tapped into that in that particular way from what I'd seen outside of maybe my man, Gary, who's running um, cabbages and doing his thing over there. Always. Yeah. Always shout out to Gary. Um, to Gary. You know, like our, yeah. you, you, you know, you, um, you know, like our, our shows are a little like, they're not exactly the same. Like he watches a movie and then they talk about it, but like, but, but like the, but, but like my idea was just to be like, I want to talk about, I want to talk to rappers about their relationship to movies and like how that works. And like, you know, like, it's just, you know, like, it's just an excuse to kind of 
get people to come out of their comfort zones a little bit and talk about something they might not get to talk about. Cause like, like we were talking off, we were talking off camera about interviews, like people, you know, like people do like 50, 60 interviews talking about the same shit. Like if you're going to come on my show, we're going to talk about at least one other thing that you wouldn't talk about nowhere else. So that's what I'm hoping for. And I hope that's what I've given. Thank you to everybody who's been listening. Like I appreciate you more than air. <laughs> for real like. yeah. Yeah. wow wow yeah it's deep that's wow. deep i was gonna say as a as an art form interviews can go f themselves um and as i think chris gave the right he he came up with the alley-oop of as a record staff the label yeah yeah interviews can done chris go for it man i was gonna say man like in terms of you know the, the bridge between music and film like i love concept albums you know good kid all that kind of stuff what are some of your your favorite hip-hop concept albums that you thought were cinematic in its approach oh man well i mean i mean good kid is a good kid is a pretty easy fit there but but if i were to come with one the um oh man that's so tough the first one that comes to mind is childish gambinos because the internet like (laughs) which i feel like is real controversial for a lot of people it's it's real divisive people it's, it's like one of those love it or hate it projects um but i have a very special relationship to that project um it came out when I was in college and I like went to the, I went to like the, on the little rough trade thing they did when there was a rough trade in Brooklyn, rest in peace to rough trade in Brooklyn, because I know rough trade is big out by y'all. And, um, they are, or, or, you know, they get originated out there. What am I saying? Yeah. But, um, long story short, like just the fact that the fact that he, the fact that Donald Glover took that, took the concept that he was doing and decided to like release a script of it and do like a whole like multimedia presentation, like, I hadn't really seen anything like that before outside of like a digital deluxe album that came with like four music videos or like something that maybe like gorillas had done before. Cause like gorillas were always kind of cool with those deluxe edition DVDs. And like, so um, like the story is real vague, but the, but like the music and the music and the visual aspect of because the internet always really fascinated me in that way. So like, I would say that's one of mine um have you ever heard uh, a prince among thieves by prince paul oh yeah i had the vinyl sitting right next to me yeah oh yeah actually yeah, yeah. okay that's a film like chris rock was actually supposed to do the movie for that oh but really it, it, yeah it never ha- it never happened that's one of my favorites and um have you heard disposable arts by master ace of course yeah no that's one of right. my favorites i oh, love oh, that yeah. album yeah you're in it you're in it so yeah yeah those are mine right yeah nah like master ace um, um what's it called the one on um, the school one that he put out like five the falling years ago. season yes the falling season like i love i love i love what he did with the falling season disposable arts is disposable arts is incredible um man yeah those those are those are just great albums i agree you know i'm summit has uh encouraged me recently he says you need to start writing more Uh, he tells me i should do a bunch of stuff in it like but you know I'm a pushy guy. I'm know? a pushy guy. What, what, does, what does he know? He got me out here like a worker. He's like, go and do this. Hey. You know what I mean? Um, so I've been, I've been writing a lot. And I've I got to say, I have a whole new respect for people like you as writers. Um, it's really easy to sit there and criticize someone when they've written something. They should have said this or they didn't cover this. But what you guys do is an art form. And yeah, I write songs and stuff, but it's been a totally new experience for me. How do you get into the process of you saying, I'm going to pick a, a concept to write about, whether it's film or music. How do you get in the zone to start and what's your process throughout? Because I struggle and I'm like, I don't even know where to start sometimes. <laughs> um, where do I start? So like, that's, a, that's, that's such a difficult question because I feel like it changes every, every day. 
like you know it, it, like you know like naturally it starts with something like like i'll listen to the thing or watch the thing that i'm writing about and just like just like take my time just like really or actually no perfect example right now i'm working on a well it'll be out by the time this comes out probably but um i'm currently putting the finishing touches on a review of the elzai and georgia Amel drill record uh zeitgeist which is which is really tight like she her beats are out of this world um so like with that i started with the album I usually do like a cursory listen. Like if I'm listening to an album, I usually like to do something that keeps my hands busy. So I just kind of like live with it. Like if I like if I'm like walking somewhere, I'll put it on then. Or like I play games. Like I'll play like a game that doesn't require me to listen to it. Like uh like I Mario play Kart. like Mario Kart. Yeah, you see, you got yeah, me. I've got smoke Kart. for you. I've got smoke for you, bro. I've got smoke <laughs> yeah, for you. I'm, I'm been waiting you told me you wanted to come with listen it. Um, i said to you send me your code on the dm in it dylan he ain't he ain't, he ain't, he ain't nah, nah, he ain't ready bro he ain't dylan he ain't ready bro he ain't ready send me the Sorry. code bro pull up in it pull up i sent you that shit a minute ago so <laughs> right, i'm gonna send you my i'm gonna send you my code again the new ones are coming out what by the time this is out there'll be the um the deluxe course I got smoke for you. Come bro. on the FIFA thing. I'll, go, I'll wash bro. both. I'll wash no, no, no. you both up together FIFA, on FIFA. We're not, we're not, we're not, no, no, no. You're about to kill me on FIFA, bro. I haven't played FIFA in years, but I'll do it anyway just to have some fun with it. But like, <laughs> but like, it'll it's like it'll either be like Mario Kart or like I play a lot of Knockout City, the dodgeball game, right, which right. is a lot of fun, and um, or or like Apex Legends, just something that's like doesn't require me to like pay attention too much type shit. And I'll just like take it take it in and like do like my cursory listen and like let the beats wash over me so that I can like really focus on like what's being said. And then from there, I just like, I try to, I try to look for like a nugget that I can like start the shit off with because intros for me are the hardest part of writing any sort of piece of criticism. So like, so, so like, I guess, for example, like with the Elzai thing, I'm thinking like, so Elzai hasn't really been written about on Pitchfork very much. And so like, I kind of had like a lot of room to just like talk about him and like his origins and like really hone in on a specific thing. And I thought about this uh, Blockstar, this Blockstar DVD uh, magazine interview he did where he explained how he like cracked the code to his rhyme That's pattern. the craziest interview I've ever seen in my it's life. crazy, son. Bro, like, just, you like... see Elzai, yeah? I see him live, bro. I left that concert. For, why do I bother? <laughs> like, he why? Just, he just, he just like, I, I don't understand. Like, like, I didn't understand it. And then like, cause like I saw it years ago and like, I'm just watching him like break down on his thing and just like this is it you know like this is like this is kind of like the live and die thing that i could be like we start here and it's like he does this and then i and then like i try to build my like this seems kind of basic now that i'm saying but like i try to build my entire thing around that one central idea like the thesis is like it starts with elzai doing this and like this shows that he like this shows how it endeared him to like slum village and how it endeared him to Jay Dilla. And then you know, like make it, and then just like from there, just try to be like, you know, like Georgia and Muldrow can kind of meet him halfway because they've both called themselves aliens in the past. Elzai has a song called alienated Georgia and Muldrow called herself an alien. And she says she feels like an alien in an interview. And it's like, their styles are mutually compatible, right? Like her, like, like their beats are like mutually fluid and expansive to me you know like or like her beats and his rhymes are like they're just kind of in space at all times so like it's, it's crazy you say you that because when i heard about the album i was confused i was like huh really okay it's elzai I'll yeah buy it. do you know what i mean but now you said it like that it makes total sense because like at first i had the same reaction but then i like listened to it and thought about the way they both went at it 
And I was like, this actually makes perfect sense to me. Like, wow. Like, I'm like, I like, like, like you, I never would have imagined they would have done it, but it just, it just flowed. And like, I, and like, I heard it in the album and I was like, okay. So like, so like, so like, so like my point is like the two of them, like I tried to look for what they have in common, especially when it comes to like collaboration projects like this, like what do they have in common or like what clash is making this interesting? And it's like, so, okay, they have this in common. Do they execute that well? And then that becomes the rest of the review. Like I use specific examples and try to flip fucking like, you know, like metaphors and similes as best as I can. And like, you know, like I, um, like there are a few instances where I thought the bars could have been a little better, like on Elzai's part, like he kind of like overstretches himself a little bit and like goes into certain things. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I would have said that, but like, I don't want to give away the whole review, but like long story short, like I, like I try to hone in on like a specific idea or like a, or, or like a little detail inside the thing that will help me. That will be like a microcosm of what I've, what I would want and need the whole album to do, even if that isn't, even if that isn't on the album, like that's why like it requires so much research to go through old interviews and, and just like watch and just like listen to old songs and all that stuff. Like I just, I just, I just try to look for a thing to focus on and then just like turn and then, and then just like blow that up into cinemascope and shit. Dope, dope. I try. It's you know you do, you do not, you do, you, you do. know, bro, I respect your pen. Like seriously, I, I before I hand over to Sumit, your review about the, the 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 listening by little brother as someone like i'm not trying to boast in it i was outside i was outside for it like i was outside and i was inside like the house listening to it the way you broke down that album was like i hadn't heard it before even though i've heard it like millions of times you brought so many new things out and the part where you talked about away from me being recorded on september 11th just blew my mind because i was like okay, I hear that song differently now. Like, away from me, what they're talking about, loss. What a day to record a song like that when we all suffered loss. And then you right. have these three guys in North Carolina penning the soundtrack for a, a, a pivotal life moment that they didn't even know that was going to happen and we can reflect on it like 20 plus years later. I thought what you did was dope so salute thank you man that that i no, i really appreciate that because that was a that was a rough one in particular like it was my first sunday re review over there so like the pressure was just on to make the shit go crazy and like and like i just i really really i have such love and respect for little brother and everything they did i came on late i didn't i, I didn't hear the minstrel show for the first time until maybe about six or seven years ago but at that point i was like what you know like just just, just like there there and, and, and you're like now that now, now that we're talking about concept albums like the minstrel show yeah. is probably up there as one of my favorite yeah. concept albums too like there's like there's so many i could list off like between that and like the deltron album is a great concept Come record on. um uh, oh man uh, I'm, I'm 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 gonna keep coming back to this as i <laughs> no, think of course records. of course but i was saying um the other day the minstrel show they shouldn't ubn needs to be a tv show it would be hilarious I'm I'm like kind of mad that I didn't wear my shirt because I have a UBN shirt that I just got like for Christmas. Really? And shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I just, I just asked my wife for one for our anniversary. She's like, "What do you want?" And I said, "A UBN shirt, thanks." Yo, like, <laughs> but like that album, that album is just like, I was um so like on that so like there's I feel like there were things I missed like as crazy as that went and as proud as I am of it like like the September 11th thing I did like I mentioned that in a tweet and I forgot to put it in the, like I was just. I was so focused and 
and just like really wanted like I was just so into research mode, especially after it was over that I went to go look at I, I went on the genius page and I found out the 9-11 tidbit and I was like, what? Like, I'm, I'm mad that I missed that. And like, I like I was in the emails. It's like, hey, like we need to add this. We need to add this. I got to fix this. We need to. And they're just like, Dylan, like it's, it's over, bro. Stop. <laughs> like you, 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 you need to let this go. Like, you know, like it, it was just like the pressure to make that as good as it needed to be was just like because because like that album means a lot to me on top of the fact that it's just like a really incredible piece of work that it's like if you think about it like i think i mentioned it in the piece but it was my editor jeremy shout out to jeremy larson who kind of like put the idea in my head they were the first blog rappers like i never thought about little brother that way but like they were the first blog rappers like they blew up on okay player you know like people hadn't really done that that way before and like they built a fan like like they they uploaded the four songs and then they found a base on or um, they, they uploaded the four songs the four songs made their way to okay player and then the fans and, and then the fans started to move it around and quest love picked it up like they were the first blog rappers like on top of how intricate that album is as a concept just like the whole radio station and everything like that like they like they broke that mold in a way that i didn't realize so like that also recontextualized the album for me and it's kind of like a way for people my age or maybe slightly younger to be like oh they're the first blog rappers cool like that's a that mm. just seems like a thing that it seems simple but it's like huh Big. it is like I, I've that got, is i've them, got right? something i've got something coming it might be out by the time you read this that really looks at how they built a fan base online um and i definitely used your piece as oh i should tell you this i used your piece as early inspiration he jacked so it. So before I started my he piece... It. He full-time jacked me. He jacked it, bro. He, jacked, he, he took word before for word. Started, no, no, seriously, seriously. I've got to give you your props. Before I started it, I went back and I read your piece and I was like, this is the bar for me now. Like, I've got to do something as, 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 as dope as this. And even if I don't reach it, it's no different to me when I record albums. I listen to Cuban Links, Word Life. Like, why do they sound this way? Then I try to deconstruct them and make my best interpretation of that. And I did the same with your piece. So I've got something coming that's going to really, you know, the whole OK player history and how it happened. And I'm really looking forward to it coming out. And I'll send it to you. But no, props, props for that piece, man, because that album, bro, that album soundtrack my early 20s. I was 21 when that album came out, I think. Yeah. Jeez, or 19. Like, 19. So Christ. that album soundtracked my young adulthood and my entry into the world. So first job, you know, started independence my first computer getting my own money the listening was the soundtrack to that sharecropping in this paper chase and come on like... man <laughs> energy drink i need a blast like high-tech guy Woo! The, the other thing Christ, i was going to interject son. on and just say the other thing he listens to when he makes his albums is just solo channels of my voice on breaking atoms as inspiration that's the other thing he does. <laughs> i really get to in the mood just solo channels of summit talking like this really just oh just really lifts the album but no he's right he he, he you both you've both done incredible work on on the on the upcoming pieces the piece the listening piece but also chris's upcoming pieces is, is excellent but just taking a quick beat you're a basketball fan right yeah okay. i'm not like heavy 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 but like i like basketball a lot so, okay yeah. so l let's take the concept of a starting six Right. And we're going to take a di yeah. different beat because I want to get into some movie talk now. Right. So yes, um, give me your directors, like your directors all time, starting six. We have five aside football here. <laughs> so I wouldn't know five side football team. But talk to me. You're through your team, your point guard, if I'm correct, your shooter, you know, defensive. Like, what, what's your starting six for directors? 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Uh I'm all I'm I'm always so difficult when it comes to directors, bro. Um oh, shit. I want to say hmm wow. This is this is yeah. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't want to say I'm stumped, but like oh, god wow. damn. Okay. Mo- so, moving so on. I want to I want to say like no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. You asked that. That's a great question, and I definitely want to try to answer it. So, hmm. I want to say, uh, of all time. Well, I'm looking at it right now. So I'm, a, so, so I'm gonna bring him up. The guy who made Parasite, my man Bong Joon Ho, okay. is definitely. Um, he's, 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 he's up there for me. Just between that film is like crazy. that, yeah, Parasite is crazy. If you've ever seen The Visitor. Um, the visitor is crazy. Um, um, the monster movie. That sounds scary. I don't, I don't watch scary movies, bro. Uh, Stranger Things in the daytime <laughs> for me. I, I don't watch scary things, bro. Yeah, nah. The, yeah, now nah, the visit. The visitor is definitely a scary movie. But like Bong Joon Ho is definitely on my list. I don't like. I don't know where I'd place him. I'd probably make him like a point guard. Okay. Honestly, like if I if I had to pick, I'd probably I I'd, I'd probably make Bong Joon Ho my point guard. Um. <laughs> I want to say like a specific era of Spike Lee because I was okay. talking um, 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 I was talking I was talking to a friend last night about 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 Spike Lee and there's like a specific era from like do the right thing to inside man where he was just like hitting fucking he was just fucking hitting threes like crazy and then he made a decade of trash to kind of balance it out but like <laughs> inside man's but, good um, though inside man's know, like, good. Oh yeah, Inside Man is real good, but like everything from like Miracle of Saint Anna up until Black Klansman was like mid. It was mid. It was mid. It was mid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mid. I don't know what that definitely. means. I just like hear kids say it. It's mid. <laughs> it's mid, bro, for real. But like <clears throat> Lloyd Kaufman, he founded Trauma Studios and he made the Toxic Avenger, which and, and like he's from Jersey, you know, Jersey's finest. Jersey shit. stand up. Man. Um, always, always, and like. I uh I remember the first time I saw the Toxic Avenger and just like how like I'm re- like I'm really really big on like slapstick stuff and like and like really over exaggerated like gross like horror comedy shit that's like my whole bag I love that stuff so I would have to throw somebody like Lloyd Kaufman into in, in, into my starting six I'm I'm really doing this off the top right now I don't have I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a six in my head I want to say Paul Thomas Anderson is on my list right now because like paul thomas and like like i wasn't huge on licorice pizza i don't know if y'all have seen or heard about licorice pizza but, but what it, earth is that it's long story short it's this movie about this like young actor boy who like starts a waterbed business and and like falls in love with this like 25 year old woman it's 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 not it, it wasn't good i kind of hated it but like he uh Paul Thomas Anderson's filmography is just so like the scope of his movies really does something to me, you know, like, it's just like between stuff like uh, he made, like there will be blood and boogie nights and uh, a bunch of other things, but like, he just like his attention to detail and his sense of scope is really impressive and like very just like inspirational to me. So I would have to throw him on there. Um, I 
can't think of two other people. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about it. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is actually gonna be in my starting six now. Like he's, a, he's only made two movies and he's about to put out his third in July. But like, the thing I love about Jordan Peele is like he's a, uh, you know, like Get Out. It, in my mind, Get Out is like a modern classic. Like that's a movie we're gonna be talking about in twenty years. It was like it, like it both benefited and kind of ruined the ruin the film industry because i feel like every black filmmaker in the world is kind of chasing that movie right now and like y'all don't need to do that like mm. it was like a singular moment let mm. it go move on but like but like jordan peele between get out and us like us is a black horror film that's like not about blackness which is a thing that a lot of black filmmakers like a lot of black filmmakers are expected to always have something to say about blackness and, and like the thing i loved about us was that like the family like like, like it was a black family, but it was just a film about like them going through a thing that wasn't directly related to them being black. Just they, they were just able to exist in the world. And like him doing that really made me happy because like there aren't like there aren't too many examples of that in the world, at least at, at least not on the level that that a movie like that was. At. And also he's also his just like understanding of the form and just like his skill. Like, just like, I never, like, I never would have imagined the guy doing mad TV skits would have a movie like Get Out in him. Like, ever, right. ever, 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 ever. Like, 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 like to go from there to that, that, like, wow. You know, like on your first go, go it off of that alone. Um, I can't think of one more right now, okay. but maybe, maybe later we'll, yeah, we'll what, think of one more. What you do, tweet us, tweet us with your, your six man and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we mention it online because I need to know I used to play basketball myself but then I discovered food and women and it's been bad <laughs> ever since it's been bad I feel it bro I um yeah I um I yeah, like the last time I tried the last time I tried to shoot a ball I did okay at it but like I just yeah I, ha I haven't played in years and like I really only like casually observe what's going on in the league right now oh yeah I mean I, I don't I don't follow basketball like I used to like growing up I was Orlando Magic just because I liked I liked the tag team of Shaq and um, Hardaway, Anthony Hardaway. <laughs> yeah, I liked Anthony Hardaway. Um, but yeah, Orlando Magic was my first favorite team. Yeah, Orlando Magic. Do you know why I love the Orlando Magic? Tell me why. Because uh, Tracy McGrady was on the team and he punted a ball into the crowd. I had his shirt. Num was he number one? I'm pretty sure he was number one. Yeah, I remember I bought my Tracy McGrady jersey in Miami. I had the old school Denver Nuggets one as well. Oh man, I threw all these away because, you know, there was a point in hip hop fashion where yeah. wearing that stuff wasn't cool anymore. You know, you're trash. That's what it is. You threw it in the trash you're trash. Be quiet, innit? Like I was saying, there was a point where all that stuff wasn't cool anymore and now it's cool again. And I'm just like, I've literally thrown hundreds of pounds worth of clothes away just because I was trying to keep up with the trends. Big lesson to me. Don't follow trends. Everything moves in cycles, man. That's, yep. you know, like Q-Tip said that and shit. And yep. like, but Q-Tip's rich. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a trend rich. follower, not a trendsetter. Just, just throwing it out there. Just... Hey, man. Hey, man. The honesty, the honesty is where, it, like, like I'm a trend follower too. Like, fuck right. it. It's all Summit's good. basically like, saying yeah, he, has, he, has, he has no source of his own, innit? Like, this is, this is, <laughs> we don't celebrate this. We don't celebrate this. We don't co-sign this. No doubt. Speak to in a bit, bro. So let's take this one home, Dylan. Um, I, I look to you as someone who's really on the pulse of what's happening in music, what's happening in hip hop. You're not romanticizing the past. You look to the future and you're always aware of what's new or what's coming up. 
from your own personal experiences. Like for our listeners out there, who are some of the hip hop artists that you're listening to at the moment that you particularly enjoy and you think have bright futures? Oh man, I'm so happy you asked me this question um, because I've been stuck on this new Baby Tron album. For anybody who doesn't know, Baby Tron is a rapper out of Detroit. He's uh, he's big on punchlines and he like punches in a bunch. So like you, so like you could tell that he like records from like bar to bar most of the time. But like that, but like that guy is just like 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 he's like a kid. He he's he he can't he can't be older than like his like early twenties. You know, something so, so, um, something like that, or maybe he's a little older. Either way, I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting too into it. Um, so Baby Tron is fantastic, and like he's just like all about the bars and all about like his team of producers has these like incredible fucking '80s samples that they do, and like and and, and like he does um he does like kind of the like spice rap out of Detroit, so it kind of moves at a crazy pace, like the stuff that's kind of like it's, that that that's like popping in like Detroit and the Bay Area and and like. Those are the main two places, but like Baby Tron's got it going crazy right now. He just put out a crazy project called Megatron that I've just okay. been stuck on for for a while. I really love that. Um, I'm big on this guy, Duop Kane. I forget where he's from, but he just makes like his music is just vibes. I don't know. Like sometimes it's, it's, you need that. Though. Like you just you just need vibes. Yeah, like he's got bars in there, but it's just like real like. I just feel like I'm floating through like a screensaver. Like remember like the old like screensavers that used to just nice. look like space and nice. shit. Nice. Okay. Um, this kid Redvale out of Maryland is uh really really incredible. He's been um he kind of he like I've like I always feel kind of contentious about using the term lo-fi, but like he but like he kind of makes music in that in that type of headspace. He just put out a great single called Diving Board um this past week that I really fuck with a lot. Um, so Redvale is great. Um, I just reviewed the new Chris Crack album for Pitchfork. Chris Crack is great out of Chicago. Yeah, I've got a couple oh, of his super albums. Fuck, yep, yep. Super fucking dope. Um, shout out to Chris Crack. Um, uh, Fly Anakin, his his album's coming out tomorrow. Frank is fantastic. You should listen to Fly Anakin on a plane. Why is that? Is, is it because of his name? or When I flew to Cuba, I listened to his Smoke Break album, the one with Pink Saifu. Ah, yes. And when you think about the texture of the music and just kind of the zone it puts you in, looking out the plane window at the Atlantic Ocean, listening to Mutant Academy, just was a different experience. It was dope, and I had I had some liquor in me as well, so I was feeling nice. Yeah, it was it was a wave. It's crazy because the first time I heard um, the first time I heard Pink Sifu's uh, Ensley was on a plane. I was coming okay. home from Portland. And I fell asleep halfway through, not because I was bored. I was just tired. But like, I listened to it again when I got off the plane and I just like took that album in. And like, and like at that point I knew, and like Sifu was somebody else. Like um, Sifu just put out Gumbo Deluxe, which is also incredible. And like, that's the homie, shout out to Liv. Um, like, it's just, yeah, like there's like so many textures and like Liv's music is so warm and he just kind of like, dissolves into the music he makes and like becomes a part of it in a way that really few artists these days do and like fly anakin is somebody who's like out front and like he's like barreling through the shit and just like barred up and just like and you know like not and like not the sifu isn't barred up because like of course he is but like they, mm. like their styles kind of contrast in that mm. really cool way which is why fly sifu's and Smoke Breakers projects like work the way they did yeah, because I, they I just love those work projects. well together. Yeah, I love like, those. Yeah, like real, 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 real incredible. Like the two of them are absolutely dope. And I'm trying to think of one other person um, to not to not talk your ear off too much. 
No, or man, actually ahead, two bro. people. Wi-Fi God out of DC is nuts. He just put out a great project called Chain of Command. He makes like he makes like plug music. If y'all know what plug music is, if not, is go that? look it up. It's it's like I don't know how to explain plug music. It's like it's like it's kind of like uh it's like music with like really, really blown out bass, like to the point where like you think your headphones might be broken or like the speaker might be broken. And uh just like really it's like real saturated and real blown out and just like very cloud rap on ketamine. That's what I hmm. want to say. It's like it's like cloud. It's it's like clams casino and ketamine, right. you know, and like and and like and like Wi-Fi God kind of makes music like that. And then the last person I'm gonna mention is um, Jungle Pussy from New York. What a, goes, you know what these young kids with their names. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. Whether you like the names or not, they stand out. Like, come on, like, you, you, yeah, like Jungle Pussy is not a name you could ever forget. She just put out an incredible EP called JP 5000. She's been going for like a decade. Um, She's uh oh, I forget where in, I forget where in New York she's from. But like she's been like she's been running with people like Wiki and them. And like, I'm sure you're familiar with Wiki. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, um, yeah. So like they he he does stuff with. um. Oh, where did I hear him? Euro Droog. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Him and Droog have an EP together. And um, but but um, but yeah, like Jungle Pussy, she's like, she's like, she makes so many different kinds of music, but she's just like rapping over all of it. Like she just goes, and you know, like like Wiki is also great. His album Half God that was produced by um by Navy Blue is incredible, and Navy Blue another one. Like mm. Navy Blue is really incredible. Like like it feels to me like there's more of an emphasis being put back on people's rapping. You know, like I love production. I love beats. I love vibes. I love all of that stuff. That stuff is beautiful. I'm not I'm not the type of person who subscribes to whatever people complaining about mumble rap. That shit's not real to me. It's kind of annoying. I hate when people say that shit. But like we're at a point now where like people are kind of like fiending for bars, you know, like somebody like a baby Tron can just be out here just spitting over beats and and like people like kids eat it up like Tyler, the creator just put out a fucking gangster grills homage. Like in 2021, like yeah, true, and the true. album is nothing but loops and bar. It, it, it's, it's just loops and bars. That's it. You know, like we're at a point now where like regardless of the type of production that you're on, like people want raps, you know, and like that's a beautiful thing to me. People want to hear the raps. And I'm just like so grateful for that. Like, mm. like that's amazing to me. Well, bro, I appreciate your, your your musical taste. I appreciate your insight. I I just appreciate your presence in the culture. And one of the best things about just being creative, you know, from music to podcasting is that you end up meeting people who are, are like kindred spirits and just good people. And you are definitely one of those people that we've met. So thank you so much, not just for today, but for being part of our Blueprint series, just for supporting us, for advocating for dope stuff as well. It doesn't even have to be breaking atoms. I think just that there's someone out there that's passionate you know, and there's a few of you, someone that's passionate about the art and can articulate their passion in a way that has rationale and excitement as opposed to just, this is dope. No one talks about this. You don't know anything. I really appreciate that. Thank y'all, man. Like, I, like I'm, I'm a person who's really big on bridging whatever gaps are in this thing, like whether they be generational or style, like, and just like the fact that y'all have been so, the, the fact that y'all have been so kind to me and just like every everything that you do man like just like thank you so 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 much for like for the platform and the kudos and just like you know like like thank, thank you, you to both to both you and sumit but like you in particular like you're someone who's like you know like you're making music and you're documenting this and 
like you're documenting this culture that you love so much. And like that intersection is incredibly inspiring to me. Just like, just, you know, just because like, we're all creatives in this and to like see the way that you and Sumit sure. kind of move through this with like the knowledge and respect and just like the energy that you bring to this is like nice. I like you know, that. like it's just it like it just continually shows me that there is more that I have to look forward to as I keep going. And like I just um, we're all in this together, like we're all we got. And like there is like like being elitist serves no one. Like there's a difference between being a gatekeeper. There's a difference between being a gatekeeper and being an elitist. And like, we need each other. I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on community. So just thank you for including me in your community. I appreciate it. Peace to Dylan once again. Um, we have to get that full rundown of the basketball uh, five and the directors, I think. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want very, very... to start playing basketball again, actually. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's great. It's great exercise. And, and I think I, I don't, I used to watch basketball when I was younger mm-hmm. and I just stopped doing it. And, and I think it's, it's just, um, basketball's real, man. Like the, the athleticism, um, the tension, the drama, all of that. Yeah. Is, it's, and it's, it's perfect, so, it's man. so integral with, um, hip hop culture. Just like, you know, it's, it's, you know, sport and music in general, but hip hop and basketball, just like wrestling, in my opinion, it kind of yes, like yes, yes. hand in glove. Is that the same? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand, hand in glove. glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Aki and Swordfish. But hand in glove, but not Johnny Cochran and OJ Simpson and that because the glove didn't fit, bro. That was so... I still can't if tell. the glove don't enough. fit... You must have quit. There you go, bro. Johnny Cochran should have had a rap album. He should have done All his features would have been mad he yeah, got yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. He should he should have done some interludes, though. That's that's yeah. that's for real. Uh, rest in peace, Johnny Cochran. I know, I know a lot of people went to prison when he died. <laughs> yeah 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 he got a lot of man off he got a lot of man off yeah um, some man who was but no, guilty but, too yes and they were absolutely guilty uh but basketball no basketball's um is um it's a, it's a great sport but no dylan dylan man i, I love how well-rounded dylan is yeah he's just um a very like and he's in he he's a very curious person but he's also very open and i love that man yeah and, he, um, called, he, he called me a legend at the beginning of the interview he said i got songs with odyssey in my head i was like don't lie in it <laughs> <laughs> No, I appreciate the props, but I did say in my head, come on, man. No, I'm not a legend out here, innit? Look at me in my, yeah, in my little yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah, take it. In my little flat. Take No, nah, it's fine. Take it, man. Save, take save, it. Save, 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 Take save. it where you get it, man. It's all good. Like Get it, but, get it um, how you live and that. That's right. That's right. But no, Dylan is is a real one. We appreciate you. Um, thank you for coming on and, and I hope to have you back very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, this will probably be the last uh, episode you'll hear from us for a short while. We're taking a little hiatus. Um, Sabbatical sabbatical and that just because we've got shit to do and life we don't want to give you life to live but also we don't want to give you half-assed content right we want to just focus on what we're doing and do it that doing that right and then when we come back um hopefully with the war report series um and more interviews we just want to make sure that um until then you just hold tight mm-hmm. it's the old episodes we'll be live doing, your we'll be lives. Doing the classics as well we'll be we'll be reissuing yeah, yeah, yeah. some of our classic episodes the stuff yeah, that yeah, broke yeah. the internet and the oh, stuff wow that kind of went under the radar too. We'll be sharing those. Wow again. and that. Wow and Yeah, that. we broke the internet, bro. We broke the internet. I, th- 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 yeah, sure. The dark I, web at yeah. least. The dark, the dark web at least. The dark, wow. Don't go there. That's just not even, that's where like, like the real dirt bags live. I, know, in it. I, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to live there. I, I don't want to live there. Sorry. But, um, so yeah, you'd be sorry. Um, but no, live your lives. Um, check in with loved ones. 
hug a friend, hug loved ones, just take care of yourselves. We will be back uh, very, very soon. But until then, peace and love. Peace. Peace.